Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. All right, so let's finish it up with, uh, you know what, Cam? <laughs> UT's doing this, and, and I'm unreal. I want to save this second SART cut for tomorrow. So remind me, we've got one more SART cut left. I want to do it tomorrow because I want to make sure we've got ample time to talk about it. We just got into a really good discussion about screaming at people shows and then really good feedback on that on the Specs text line, by the way. So thanks, everybody, for chiming in on that. But let's go ahead and get to this Rodney Terry audio. Uh, Rodney Terry, again, was available last night at the uh, Texas Fight Tour stop in Houston. Uh Let's go ahead and get to just start with cut two, Cam. I hadn't had a chance to ask RT about Kendall Weaver or Zarek and Yemma, the two signees, uh, because when I talked with RT in San Antonio, I didn't know those guys were official yet, whether he'd get in trouble for talking about them or not. So uh, here's Rodney Terry, his thoughts on Kendall Weaver, the UTA transfer. Well, you know, Kendall, the year before, we got, you know, Beard and I both saw him in the state championship game. We were very intrigued with his athleticism, how hard he played, you know, defensively. And, uh, um, you know, we just wanted to market at that particular time for a young developmental player. But he had a chance to go on and play, and uh, and played well his freshman year at UTA. And, but uh, he's one of those guys that uh, just continues to get better each and every, every single day. He'll be a guy to get better every day in practice, and I think it'll carry him in the games as well. But he's, uh, he's athletic. He can he can really score getting downhill. He can shoot the basketball. He's a really good defender. Uh, so he's going to be one of those guys that just keeps getting better and better. Rodney Terry recruited Zarek and Yemma at UTEP, and I asked RT point blank when he went to the portal, was it just a no-brainer to go after him? Yeah, for sure, no doubt about it. I mean, Zarek's one of those guys that's improved uh, every year that he's played. Uh, you know, he uh, in high school was a guy that – played on the wing and shot threes and did different things of that nature. He's grown two inches. He's 6'8", 235. He's a grown man. You know, so uh, he's a guy that can run the floor like a deer and block shots at the rim and uh, rebound the basketball. You know, everybody's been asking me for updates on Dylan Mitchell and Tyrese Hunter. Why get the information from me when you get it straight from Rodney Terry? I asked about both those guys last night. Cam alluded to this earlier. You'll hear RT's thoughts right here on Dylan Mitchell at the Combine and When's he expecting both these guys to have their decisions, and what does the timeline look like? Well, I, I know Dylan's doing really well at, at the combine right now. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's shooting the ball really well. He's put a lot of work in his shot all season long, and, and, uh, and I think that showed uh, uh, yesterday, and uh, I'm not sure what he's done to, to, uh, to this point today, but uh, you know, Tyrese has had a chance to go through the process a little bit right now as well, and uh, um, I think uh, so both of those guys have an opportunity to try to live out their dreams, but they know if they don't, they're able, they're able to come back and, and, and play on a really good Texas team as well. And RT did say during the, the pep rally portion, the Q&A portion, Lowell Galindo hosted up on the stage and where they're addressing the fans. RT basically got as close to saying it without saying it that he it sounds like Tyrese Hunter is coming back, which I've said all along. That's probably what it's going to look like. So, uh, But he's got until the end of the month to make the decision. Doesn't have to make it now. So we'll see just a matter of time, I think, when Tyrese Hunter uh, does that. I, you know, Cam, some guys that kind of got lost in the shuffle that are going to be back. 
Uh, you know, Preston Clark is one of those walk-ons that they took as a preferred walk-on. Same for Gavin Perryman. And Alex Anamekwe, you know, you heard RT there talking about Kendall Hunter. They weren't in the market for a developmental player. They did take Alex Anamekwe as a developmental player. And those three guys, we saw Anamekwe play a little bit, but Perryman and, and Preston Clark, those guys were really, uh, you know, in that developmental group. I did a lot of work off to the side with John Riley, uh, as, uh, who's the now departed strength coach from the program. So I just asked RT, are any of those guys significantly closer to, to being able to give you something? And Cam just told me that cut is not loading. So we we, we no-go on that? Give me like five seconds, Joe. Okay. I can I can uh, filibuster for a few seconds. It's interesting, though. I I wouldn't completely – Right off the possibility of this staff maybe taking a developmental high school guy even this late in the process uh, to add to the roster for next season, I wouldn't say there's any great chance it happens. But it, I, I maybe like a you know five ten percent chance. But I do know I do know they kick the tires on some some high school guys to to see it's kind of what that landscape looks like and see if there's somebody they might be able to stash away who would be ready for the the 24-25 season but this is RT right here talking about the developmental guys that were in the program this past season including Alex Anamekwe. Well, they, you know, each of those guys got better all year long. You know, Alex, you know, was a guy that we, we were very transparent with in recruiting. You know, we were going to bring him in and really, you know, develop him and work with him. Same thing with Gavin. And I think those guys every day getting, to get, getting a chance to go against those older frontline players made them better every single day. All right, last cut from Rodney Terry, Cam. This will be cut eight. Uh, I asked RT point blank. He, he kind of got asked about this a little bit in San Antonio, but I just asked him point blank. The way things went, with Ron Holland and A.J. Johnson, has that changed anything in terms of your philosophy, your approach, how you recruit the big-time guys that you feel can help you win ball games? No, you know what? At, at Texas, I think you, 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 uh, year in, year out, you're going to have to have a blend. And uh, we're always going to try to go after the top player in the state uh, and, and try to uh, do our best job of recruiting him to want to come to the University of Texas. Um, you know, I don't think we can have a whole team full of those guys, but, but but we can sure try to find our share of guys that fit the needs that we have for the, for that year. I lied about that being the last cut because I can't read. I can't read Cam's email, so I apologize for that. But uh, cut nine, uh, this is going to be on the 2024 class. If you go over to Horns 24-7 right now, and actually this is a uh, this is a free story. Uh, you don't even have to be a subscriber to read this one. Uh, Brandon Jenkins recently caught up with Liam McNeely, uh, the five-star forward who recently made an unofficial, uh, an unofficial visit to Texas Excuse me, uh, in the class of 2024. Some big-time guys Texas is chasing in that class. You get Trey Johnson uh, out of the Dallas area in Lake Highlands. Robert Miller from down in the Houston area. Liam McNeely certainly is one of those guys. Uh, Curtis Givens, Asa Newell sold some big time guys for uh, Cam Scott. Also, is a guy that visited uh, officially back in the in the fall in the wintertime. So, some big time guys on the board for Texas in 2024. How does Rodney Terry feel things are coming along with that class and what's going to be his first full recruiting cycle as the head coach of Texas? have been great. I mean, we've we've been on the ground running with those guys uh, from the time that we took the job. So I mean, the 24 class and, and heading into the 25 class, we've been we've been recruiting those guys for a while, and uh, um, so 24 has been very receptive in terms of you know we're recruiting those guys. You know, when I was an assistant, you know. 
And finally, this will actually be the last cut, cut 10. Uh, still hasn't been announced by the school yet, but if you go to the staff directory on the site, uh, he's listed there. That'd be Frank Haith as the new assistant coach at Texas. Uh, Steve McClain, Craig alluded to this a while back. Steve McClain elevated to associate head coach. Then you've still got uh, Brandon Chappelle, and you've got Frank Haith now on the coaching staff. And I asked RT just what led to Frank Haith coming back to Texas. He left uh, back in 2004 to take the Miami job, and uh, nearly two decades later, what led to Frank Haith coming back to the program? Well, Frank was a highly successful uh, uh, head coach, at, you know, stops along the way at Miami, you know, the NCAA tournament teams there, uh, you know, at Missouri, had an incredible year, he was national coach of the year, um, you know, and then he went over to Tulsa and had some really good teams as well. Frank is an established head coach, uh, one that uh, had some great runs at each stop, you know, so he's uh, he's done a great job both offensively and defensively. You look at his teams over the years, he's had teams that have been really good offensively, and he's had some teams that have been really good defensively as well. And then I guess one last thing real quick, uh, just on what exactly Frank Case's role is going to be. I think Frank will have his hands in a little bit of everything. I mean, you know, again, as a, as a, as a former head coach, you know, he's had a chance to you know, sit in that chair and he understands what that entails. And he'll be involved on both sides of the ball and, and just really helping a number of different areas. Yeah, cause Steve McClain is going to do a lot of the game planning, a lot of the scouting as far as the defensive end of the floor goes. And, I mean, that's where I think, you know, Rodney Terry's really going to miss Bob Donawal. Bob Donawal did a lot of that in terms of the offensive game planning. So, uh, But Frank Haith was doing that for Penny Hardaway at Memphis, so he can certainly handle that. And you know, Frank Haith's been a head coach. So I just think it helps to have experience on your staff, and RT certainly adds that with Frank Haith. Hell of a recruiter also. So uh, just keep an eye on Texas in the class of 2024 now that Frank Haith has been able to get out on the road and uh, and get some things done as the Longhorns start chipping away, building a roster for the future.